What up, world? It's your past first point guard and Trailblazers reporter, Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked on Blazers, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts, and also on YouTube. Thanks for making the show your first listen every single day, free on all platforms, Monday through Friday. Start your weekdays listening to Locked on Blazers. It's your team every day. In today's show, we are going to talk about the Blazers' easy, easy peasy, 135-106 blowout win over the Detroit Pistons back at the Moda Center. It was the debut of Gary Payton II in a Trailblazers uniform. We'll break down every single thing we saw from GP2. We'll close the show talking about a little bit of history. The Blazers did something tonight that they had never, ever done in the Damian Lillard era. Historic night at the Moda Center. But let's do what we do here first. Fastest recap in the West. Blazers win this game 135-106, and they were trailing early. They scored 135 points and just 22 in the first quarter. They're down 27-22. Really slow, gross and slow start by both teams in this first quarter, but the Blazers got rolling in the second quarter, took a 61-52 lead into the break behind a 15-0 end to the second quarter. Um, you know, Blazers built a little bit of a lead, then gave it away, and then they just absolutely turned on the Jets to close the quarter, 15-zip, and did not look back from there. Jeremy Grant had 19 in the first half, including 12 in the second quarter on a perfect 4-for-4 four four shooting. And the Blazers in the first half, this is absurd, 18 assists on 23 made field goals in the first half. The Blazers often do not get 18 assists in a game. Uh, that's maybe not often, it's maybe an overstatement, but it, that's a number that they will very easily not hit on some nights. 18 assists on 23 field goals in the first half. Um, they were making shots. That was the trick to this one. They made a bunch of jumpers, and Jeremy Grant, against his former team, made a bunch of jumpers, and they blew the game open in this in the third quarter. If you know, up up nine at halftime, and then it was over, led by as many as twenty two in the third quarter, and took a one hundred two eighty two lead into the fourth. And frankly, probably didn't need to bring the starters back, but after uh, Jeremy Grant and Damian Lillard came back at about the eight-minute mark and played for 90 seconds, so Jeremy Grant could make a couple more tough baskets, hit an and-one, flex his shoulders a little bit, and then Chauncey Billups said, okay, for real, I, I you're right, final five minutes, true garbage time, Blazers cruise 135-106, that's your fastest recap in the West. Jeremy Grant against his former team, 36 points on 12 of 17 shooting. He went 5 of 8 from 3 and 7 of 9 from the stripe. Uh, two rebounds. It's classic, classic scoring Jeremy Grant game. 36 points, two rebounds, no assists. Dude was there to get buckets and absolutely, absolutely did. Every Simons... 30 points. He was 11 of 18 from the floor and five, or excuse me, four of 10 from three. He finished with five boards and three assists. Damian Lord, 19 points, 10 bo- 10 assists. Um, he, he he just got him going. He had six and six in the first half, and then six six points, uh, six assists in the first half, and then it was like, cool. I don't really need to score. Scored a little bit in that in the third quarter to make sure the game was over. But Jeremy Grant had 13, or yeah, Jeremy Grant had 13 in the third. Anthony Simons had 14 in the third. Those two finished with 30 piece. A historic night for those two gentlemen, and 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 that was that was your ball like. They didn't need to play anymore. They just didn't need to play anymore. Drew Eubanks had 10. Shaden Sharp also had 10 off the bench before fouling out in 21 minutes, 20 and a half minutes. On the other side, Boyan Bogdanovich finished with 21. Alec Burks added 19 off the bench for the Pistons, who um, were playing without Cade Cunningham because he's going to miss the whole year. And Cade Cunningham's backup, Killian Hayes, has been pretty good, who suspended for punching Mo Wagner in the back of the head. This game... This game was the return to the lineup of Keon Johnson and Greg Brown, who ended up playing 
the garbage time minutes to close out the game. And starting lineup, Yusuf Nurkic, who all returned from a non-COVID illness that kept him out of the last game. They come back. They, they didn't play in San Francisco against Golden State. They come back in this one. And Nurk was actually ruled out in the second half um, with that, with an illness, probably because it was a blowout and he didn't feel well. And there's no reason to just overextend him if he's not feeling well. He didn't play very well. He picked up some, picked up some fouls, was clearly frustrated in the first half. But like, Playing under the weather, you're rolling a team. It doesn't matter. Don't force it. Just go with it. Um, and the Blazers, the Blazers do. But what, what, why I've been intentionally bearing the lead here is because I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about it. Gary Payton, the second, makes his Portland Trail Blazers debut, checking in for the first time with three minutes and 17 seconds to go in the first quarter. He plays all told 13 minutes and 27 seconds to finish with seven points on three of four shooting. He added two rebounds, four assists, a steal, and had a couple turnovers. He was good in the ways you want him to be good. Let's talk about GP. Let's talk about GP a lot. Let's spend the whole second segment dissecting the Gary Payton debut. Sound fun to y'all? Join me in the second segment. Before we do that, I want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Uh, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. It's uh, I use the app, but you can also play it on PrizePicks.com or download the app where you ever get wherever you get mobile applications. Here's how it works: Prize Picks sets lines, and you pick. Above or below the lines they set, you pick between two and six players on each of your entries. You can make them quickly in under 60 seconds. I play the NBA, but you can play all the other sports, NFL while uh, deep into the playoffs. You can play NHL. You can play all the other sports when they're deep into in-season. But I play NBA, so you're talking points, rebounds, assists. Prize pick sets the line. You go over or under that line. It's just you versus projections. You get it right. You win some money. So head on over to prizepicks.com or download the app and use the promo code locked on when you're making your first deposit to get a hundred percent match on that deposit. Put in a hundred bucks. They will match you up to $100. Put in 50 bucks, they'll match you 50 bucks when you use that promo code locked on. So head on over to the prize picks or download the app. Don't forget to get your up to $100 match on your first deposit when you use that promo code locked on. All right. Let's talk Gary Payton. Let's talk about Gary Payton. Let's talk about Gary Payton. We've, we've talked about him a lot. It was like, he's going to play? Oh, darn, he's not going to play. This stinks. And then I did a bonus episode last night. Like, he's back. I was excited for this one. This is like, this was the long, 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 long way to debut by the Blazers' biggest offseason free agent signing. They gave him a bunch of money. Three years, $26 million, um, you know, up to, with bonuses up to $28 million. It's... Um, a multi-year pack, at least two years with a player option for a third year. This is a this is in theory a long-term solution for a versatile, high-level defender that can help the Blazers. This is what they need: a point of attack defender that makes things easier, another guard who can make things easier on their two, um, let's say, less quality defensive guards. Of defense, they're bad defenders, and Damon Lillard and Amphrey Simons it can make it easier on their good defenders like Jeremy Grant and, and Josh Hart. Uh, Gary Payton will just sort of ease everything in the food chain if he works out as this the level of defender that the Blazers probably believe he can be, and quite frankly, I believe he can be. But he also helps on the offensive end, and I was keyed in on every moment of uh, Gary Payton, and that's why the first time he touched it, he turned the ball over, and I just laughed. in the in my, On my couch, I let out a bit of a chuckle. Second time he touched it, though, he canned a corner three-pointer from the left wing, and I thought that kind of spoke to what we're going to see, hopefully, from the best version of Gary Payton moving forward. 
He's in the game with a bench group. Uh, Anthony Simons, Jeremy Grant, Trenton Watford, and Shaden Sharp. Um, I like this group. Uh, he checks in with he he played from what I call the nines. He checks in after the first nine minutes of the of the first half and leaves at the nine minute mark of the second quarter and did basically the exact same thing in um in the in the second half. Comes in with after nine minutes have passed in the third, leaves after the nine minute mark of the fourth quarter. It's like kind of the classic NBA small minute role. Like a lot of a lot of players who are going to play. 12 to 13 ish minutes that's they play the nines it's very very normal it's what i anticipated him doing is exactly what he did he comes in at the end of the um and the end of the first quarter and plays into the second quarter that meant though that's the sub pattern where he won't play with damian lillard i hope in the future we get to see him play with damian lillard but first time he touches it turnover second time he touches it he's playing with a bench group he sets a screen for anthony simons kind of relocates down the lane as as it's not like a true pick and roll and just you know, flows out to the corner as 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 the play moves, and they, the ball finds him. Feet set, cans a three from the corner. Says something to the Pistons bench, who is clearly talking smack. It goes in his first bucket as a Blazer. Cash. He would miss a layup shortly there later, and then to open the second quarter, a couple nice dimes to get going. Uh, Chauncey Billups. Uh, Quarter plays when you have the ball to begin a quarter are after timeout plays because you can draw them up in the huddle. Chauncey Billups drew up a nifty one to begin the second quarter. He had Shaden Sharp um, bring the ball up the court. Sharp hits uh, Peyton with Amphrey Simons kicked way out, like above the hash mark on the opposite side. That means the defense is out there paying attention to Ant because, oh, they're going to run a high pick and roll. They're going to get him going. He's he's really good. The paint is wide open because Yusuf Nurkic is also pulled up like he's going to set a screen for either the ball and Gary Payton um, or a back screen he sets a kind of just a back screen uh, just a rub just not even a full contact just very, barely brushes him on the screen on a back screen and Gary Payton gets the ball from Shaden Sharp Shaden Sharp full head of steam because he dribbled up the whole court gets a lob dunk well placed easy dunk nice play and you get to see Gary Payton's passing chops uh next possession he found Anthony Simons inside for a cutting layup um he could pass a little bit. I think actually Gary Payton's passing skills probably surpassed what I what I thought he could what what I thought he would have. Um, then when he checks out of the game uh, at about the 8:53 mark, just after the nine minute mark in the in the second quarter, he immediately goes and rides the bike because he has not played basketball in a long time and he's got to keep keep his body warm. Uh, getting your wind, it's just hard to simulate. Like it's just hard to simulate the cardiovascular challenge of playing basketball. Um, so you know, I think. GP might play a similar minutes load for a couple more games as you ramp him up. And then hopefully he can get from, you know, 13 to 18, 19. I think he tops out in that 22, 24 range for the Blazers, but he's going to be helpful. And if the first shift where the Blazers were outscored by four in his six minutes and 24 seconds, like he was fine, but like they didn't set the world on fire. Well, actually when Peyton like checked out, Blazers kind of still didn't take control. And then they took control the very end of the half, but he came back in that third quarter and Basically the same sub pattern, except uh, no Nur, because he was ruled out at that point uh, with with illness. It's you saw the Peyton, the Peyton that he could that he could be. Actually, early on they they ran a play for him where he was a lob option. Ant didn't throw it. Then the next time down the floor, I thought Peyton cut to the rim and was wide open. Every time he just didn't see him. Uh, part of Ant's game, he absolutely needs to improve on. But Peyton just he he reads space really well, and on on that one that cut wide open early in the third quarter. Um, but the moments when you start to see GP be special, just. Just kind of, it is it is mundane moments. Pistons out of a dead ball. They're inbounding the ball from the side. And Gary Payton decides to pressure Corey Joseph in the backcourt. Pistons backup veteran backup point guard. He's going to pressure him in the backcourt. So he's he's checking him 
four or five steps behind the the foul line or behind the half court line as he comes forward into the into the half court uh Corey Joseph needs a high screen so Isaiah Stewart comes up and sets a high screen this is like out by the three point line because pressure defense has made them like extend um ex- extend the play a little bit Peyton gets clipped a little bit by the screen, but knows exactly what's going to happen. He, as he's starting to recover to Corey Joseph, Joseph throws it back to Isaiah Stewart, and Gary Payton says, I know where that ball's going, dives in, gets a steal, lands on his stomach, and throws an absurd hit-ahead pass. Just an absolutely absurd from, from his stomach, you know, grabs it, on, dives on the ball, you know, dives on the floor to get the ball that he's knocked away and then throws it from his tummy ahead to Shaden Sharp for a bucket. Just great anticipation. The pressure defense that started and caused that, um, the, and caused that miscommunication, caused the turnover, and then just a great heads-up pass. Again, his passing really, really stood out to me. Um, he had a push ahead where they got a, he, there was a rebound in, in uh, also in the third quarter. He grabs a rebound. He just dribbles into the front court because he can handle a little bit. Another player who can handle a little bit for the Blazers is really valuable, and you see it right away. He dribbles in just, and when you, uh, typically in NBA teams, when you're in sort of secondary break, you dribble wide. You dribble wide to spread spread guys out, and you flatten out. You dribble towards the baseline because then your teammates that are coming down the court, they are farther away and harder to help from. He dribbles Starts to flatten out towards the baseline, comes and runs a dribble handoff, and Amphrey Simon steps into an easy three. This is not a particularly high-level basketball play, but the Blazers having another dude who can grab a rebound, dribble across half court, and competently get their really good scores, easier shots, or at least like semi-transition opportunities, real value, real value. Like, I don't mean to paint that particular play against this particular team as this life-changing thing, but it stood out to me as like, hey... That's useful. And that's all you're looking for. More ways you can help. Absolutely can help. Um, he, to start the fourth quarter, <laughs> guarding Corey Joseph in in the uh, backcourt, pressuring him, you know, the full, we're going to play full court defense because that's the kind of guy he is. And the Pistons miscommunicate and throw the inbounds pass directly to Gary Payton and he dunks it in cleanly. Corey Joseph goes one way, the ball goes the other way, right to Gary Payton. He dunks and he, he almost like apologetically dunks. It's like, Y'all screwed up. <laughs> Sorry about that. Gives him the ball back. Um, he had another bucket I thought that I really liked. More screening stuff. Um, he sets a screen for Amphrey Simons, slips into the paints. Simons hits him, and he hits. He kind of spins, takes a little bit of contact, and hits a little floater push shot in the paint. Nice move. I think Peyton as a screener and passer and decision maker as a screener and passer is going to be more valuable. And the passing... Um, I, I I just I knew that he was a good decision maker. Like he's a great screener on 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 the Warriors. He set a ton of screens and rolled to the rim and was a really good finisher around the rim and a really good screener. And he would make decisions out of double teams from Steph Curry. Saw him do it a bunch. Um, he's good at it. But but I probably just like in my brain have underestimated his passing ability. He's a better passer than I gave him credit for. He had two passes in the fourth quarter that were just really nice reads. One sets a screen, rolls into space, and fires the ball into the corner to uh, off the dribble to Shaden Sharp, who's just not ready to catch it and shoot it. If Shaden Sharp's ready, that's a wide open three. He's not ready. He ends up taking four dribbles and a really hard uh, mid-range pull-up. Stay ready, Shaden Sharp. Stay ready. Um, and then the next one, 
they were double teaming Ants just because he's has 30 points. They were double teaming Anthony Simons like above the three point line. Peyton just cuts into space and makes a pass off the dribble with his left hand to the opposite corner to Drew Eubanks standing in the corner. If again, like I don't want, I don't really want Drew Eubanks to shoot it, but just that functional pass off the dribble one live dribble one handed on target to the corner from the foul line. That is a nice pass. That is a valuable pass. If it's someone else standing there, if it's a different lineup, if it's not Eubanks space to the corner, that's a really good look at a three. GP can GP can absolutely help. He was plus three in seven minutes in the in the, um, in the third quarter or in the third and fourth quarter that not, the nine stretch he played in the third and fourth. Like his second half stint, he was good, and I think you saw why he was good. Defense, playmaking, a little bit of shot making in the mid range stuff. Um, he was he he was good. The Pistons are bad. This is a bad basketball team playing shorthanded, playing, you know, missing their, their, they've been missing Cade Cunningham for a long time. I don't think when teams have long-term injuries, it's like missing Cade Cunningham. They miss Cade Cunningham for a while. They're going to miss him for many more months. But missing their primary dude who's been playing point guard and Killian Hayes, a bad team missing parts for sure. Not, um, maybe not the best measure of like Gary Payton takes on the world, but you saw it. A standstill three, the screening, the defensive hustle, the defensive energy, the guarding Alec Burks when uh, the Pistons brought him back, and he's their primary option even when they're fully healthy as a as a second half scorer. Like that's GP. Go guard the best scorer on the other team. That that all of that stuff is going to help. Didn't really see him play. You know, he, he briefly played with Jeremy Grant. He played a bunch of minutes with Avery Simons, and I think he'll help he'll help Ant a bunch because Ant just needs another dude who can dribble and make decisions with that group that isn't Jeremy Grant to extend, you know, to, to overextend their starters. You just need more bench guys who can play to avoid overextending the starters, I should say. He's going to help Ant. I want to see him eventually play with Dame because I think as a screener for Dame, he can really help. I want to see him play like just like with the starters, sub him in for Josh Hart or sub him in for Anthony Simons and play GP and Josh Hart and Jeremy Grant together. I would love, 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 love to see it. It would be, um, I'm, I'm super intrigued to see what that looks like. But I think the first, the early returns on what Peyton did, you know, seven points in 13 and a half minutes, I'll give him two thumbs. I thought he looked good, and I think he can help, and I think it's obvious in the ways he can help going forward. And the Blazers head out on a road trip. Um, Minnesota, which, you know, seem guard Anthony Edwards a little bit. Uh, the Pacers, who I, I, I kind of said the Pacers weren't good on a podcast last week, and they've since ripped off, I think, three straight wins, including wins over including win over the weekend over the, over the Clippers. Uh, just... They brew me wrong. Tyrese Halliburton balling, Aaron Neesmith balling. Have Gary Payton go guard Tyrese Halliburton. Have him try to check Buddy Heald. Have him try to check, um, you know, Neesmith if he gets rolling because for some reason Aaron Neesmith is really good now. Uh, like, good tests coming up um, ahead. I think that'll be, I think that'll be su- super, super intriguing for more of Gary Payton against higher quality competition as they go forward and just as he's able to play more, see him in different combinations that isn't just him and the bench in a blowout against a, a bad team on the, you know, the back half of a West Coast road trip. GP was good. Tonight was historic. Historic night brought to you by Jeremy Grant and Amphrey Simons. Let's talk about what that history was. Something that has never, ever, ever happened in the Damian Lillard era. That's what we'll do to close the show. Join me and find out about history in the third segment. First, I want to tell you that this episode is brought to you by Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Whatever that sports action is, you're going to find it on Bet Online. 
You can bet on NBA futures. You can bet live. You can bet um, on games, You outcomes of games. You can bet on player props, whatever it is. Don't have to just bet on the NBA. You can bet on the NHL. You can bet on MLB futures coming up here. You can bet on tennis and golf and combat sports. Whatever it is, you're going to find it. Plus, news, analysis, even podcasts to help you become a smarter, more informed, better. So why wait? Go take advantage today. That's Bet Online, where the game starts. Still a pass first point guard. I'm still Mike Richmond, and you are still listening to Locked on Blazers. A historic night at the Moda Center. Historic night. Jeremy Grant had 36 points in 27 minutes, 28 minutes, 27-54. Anthony Diamond's finished with 30 in 33 minutes. For the first time in the Damian Lillard era, in a game in which he participated, two of his teammates scored 30 points. It's never happened before since Damian Lillard was drafted. Uh, scoring has changed a lot in the NBA over the 10 years that Damian Lillard's been around. Uh, the, the teams didn't score like this five years ago. They didn't score like this three years ago. Offense has just taken off over the last three seasons. Um, really like post-2015, the interest in shooting three-pointers across the league has really taken off. So there's just been more points to be had because teams are chucking up 43s a night. Um, it's, it is not a perfect comparison to say like, well, they didn't do this in 2014. But they didn't do this in 2014. They've Dame has never, never played with a duo that can score like Anthony Simons and Jeremy Grant. He's never had teammates of this, two teammates of this quality in terms of just offensive firepower. Marcus Aldridge is pretty freaking good. CJ McCollum pretty freaking good. Norman Powell, heck of a microwave scorer. Um, like he's he's played with some dudes who can definitely get buckets. But not like this, and not with the consistency, and not with the go-to ability to score. One of the things I liked about this game is like Chauncey Billups brought um, Blazers up twenty, but like Billups doesn't want to lose, <laughs> so he's like, okay, Dame, JG, uh, Jeremy Grant, like go out there and and give me like give me two good minutes of like putting this game away, real deal, like, and then I'll go to the bench. So they do. They 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 bring back. Jeremy Grant, they bring back Damian Lord. Dame hits a three like right away as he checks back in in the fourth quarter. It's like, okay, call him off, dog. Like they're they're good. It's over. Uh, but they run right wing post ups for Jeremy Grant so he can go to work. It's the same little action. They ran it um, as Dame as the entry pass thrower and and Amphrey Simon as the entry, entry pass thrower. Jeremy Grant sets a pin down screen for a guy to come up they set an exit screen coming out of that to like so there's dummy action so you have to follow the shooter in the first case and the second time dame you have to pay attention to the off ball action but it's just a clear out it's just a post clear out for jeremy grant they throw it him to the post and say you you can't guard him i'm not Hami diallo you can't guard him whoever it might be you can't guard him sadiq bay you can't guard him jeremy grant scores on both occasions it's just like i I post ISO for a dude on Damian Lord's team. Haven't had that since the Marcus Aldridge was around. And I mean, you could throw it into Nurk, et cetera, like that. But um, it's not this. He doesn't have the shooting range. He doesn't have the variety, the face up game and all of those things. Like um, it is they have not had someone as prolific as as Jeremy Grant. And I recognize that Jeremy Grant as an ISO score, his numbers, points per possession are pretty bad. Um, so I'm not saying like. I get it. Like I'm, I, I'm, I'm a dork. Like I've seen the numbers, 
But boy, can he shoot it. And as a spot-up shooter, he's been really, really good. He's having the most efficient season of his career because he's shooting 44% from three on volume and he hits five more threes tonight. Like, he's just really good. And Anthony Simons, for, every time he's getting a lot of criticism from the fan base recently or a certain sector of the fan base because of what he can't do, sure. It's a classic way to talk about basketball players. You know what he can do? He can get a freaking bucket. <laughs> The Duke can score in a lot of ways, and he is a really good shooter off the bounce. Like he is, he is a really good shooter off the bounce. He's a really, really he's even he's a much better even than shooting off the bounce, a catch and shoot shooter. He's just a very special offensive player. He scores thirty on eleven of eighteen. Jeremy Grant scores thirty six on twelve of seventeen. That's twenty three of 35, 35 points bonkers night a bonkers night for the two of them never happened in the Damian Lord era that two of his teammates in a game he participated in scored 30 it speaks to what this team can be it's the Pistons it's the it's <laughs> so we're not gonna go too far here but it's uh, there is a level that the Blazers can get to and we need to see them get to it against really good teams. Like, I, I remember what happened Friday against Golden State when they were didn't have a full complement of folks, but I, I was there when the offense totally melted down and devolved in the final five minutes. I wasn't there. I was here. Um, but, like, I watched it. We need to see them do this against good teams before I truly sound the trumpet, right? Like, it'll, it'll be here. I, I promise. Uh, I played trombone in middle school. If you really want to know, but um, so I'll play the I'll play the trombone. But uh, the this team has potential. Jeremy Grant can really score when he gets going, and he can get hot in a hurry. So can Amphrey Simon, and and to be able to roll over a team when when Dame doesn't have a monster night speaks well for what they might be able to be in the future. And more Gary Payton means less defensive ask for Jeremy Grant, which means more less exhausted final five minutes against the Golden State Warriors because you have more productive, useful parts off the bench. They got to get fully healthy. They got they need Nazir Little back. They're going to need Justice Winslow back because those guys provide the, the sort of funky wing length that this whole, the idea of this roster was built on. But tonight, against a team that wasn't very good, they took care of business. They got right against a bad team. That is all you ask. They've got some easier ones after a, a relatively difficult road trip. Um, you know, it's it's not going to be it's not going to be super duper easy. Minnesota and, and Indiana and Orlando, but like winnable games when they get back after they get back from that one road one road game for the rest of the month and four road games before the All Star break. They got it's about to get a lot easier. It's about to get a lot easier in terms of just home home heavy schedule. It's it's coming. And if the parts work like they did tonight, there's reason to believe that they could really get a hum. And my belief, and I maintain this and I'll close on this, the Blazers' path to being very good, and by very good, I mean like fifth in the West. I feel like some their, their ceiling is somewhere right in there, four or five in the West. It's like their, their reasonable ceiling. Their path to being that. So a team that comfortably, you know, the West is really crowded, but a team that comfortably misses misses the, the play-in round, play-in tournament, is being a top-five offense, and a the 21st defense in the league, like not not a awful defense. 
this was a night that shows you, oh yeah, when they get rolling, they're really special and you get uh, GP back and you're like, yeah, they could be a little better on defense, a little better on defense, a little better on offense. That's their path. Historic nights points to the potential that this team has. Come back for, uh, for that you are listening to Tuesday, January 3rd show. Come back for Wednesday's show. We'll keep it rolling five days a week, wherever you get podcasts, also on YouTube. I appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you soon.